Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Realville universe. The full sport press podcast probably brings to you the wrestling podcast from Brother Love's Cathedral, 808s and Chess Shots. I am your host, Bushwhacker Jeff, and I'm joined as always by Cactus Jack Neek. I can't believe you got me calling you that. Neek, don't <laughs> <up> to the people. <laughs> the Cactus Neek. That was, uh, was going to end it with that. I did. I was trying to do the three faces of Foley, but I couldn't get creative with it, so I just, I just ruined the whole, ruined the whole promo. That's my bad. But just say what's up to the good people, man. What's up, people? How y'all feeling? Nick, how was your week, brother? Yeah, it's all right. Starting off kind of slow, but everything is all right. So I had a turkey leg, so everything's good. You had to do what now? I had a turkey leg, so everything's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I can respect that. What you got going? Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's Monday. We're recording a little late, but, you know, we're going to get it done, though. Um, and apparently Raw has turned into the Fight Club, but that's a whole nother story. And we'll get to that. <laughs> but let, the people, let the people know where they can find you on social media, man. You can officially find me on Twitter and on IG as Nacho Magnique. Uh-oh. I decided to just put everything together, so. There you go. Magnique on both IG and Twitter. There you go. Make it easy for people to find you. That's what I'm talking about. And I am Jay Easley, 84, across all social media platforms. And you can find the show at 808s and Chair Shots on Instagram. Nick, tell them about the Twitter. On um, Twitter, is just 808s and Chair Shots. No and, just 808s and Chair Shots. <laughs> but Twitter is Twitter, right? Yeah. And did we get did we get the aunties to care on Facebook yet? Or are we still holding off on that? I did it, but I gotta get um email verification and stuff like that. So Okay. It's in the works still. I just gotta get email verification. Yeah, man. You know, you gotta get the wrestling fans over there on Facebook for you, man. They gotta be able to reach out to you and talk to you. Right, right. <laughs> and they tell the people what they we got going on the show this week. Well, what we got on the show today is well, Booker T is back at it again. Yeah. He's at it again. And you know, Sasha and Bailey have all the gold in the women's division, but first. First, we are on iTunes. And by the time you read this or hear this, it'll be on Spotify and all other podcast platforms. So we can get so we gotta make Nick a star, man. We gotta make Nick a star on Raw and SmackDown like everybody else. So we gotta get this podcast in front of everybody. So right now you can find us on iTunes. Click sure you like the show, give us five stars. Anything less than five stars, I'm starting to think you want us to come through and give you a five star frog splash. Trust me, you don't want that one, one of us. So I don't know about getting up that high either. So hey, yeah. I think you got it in you, brother. I don't know. I think I don't you know about all that. <laughs> get to the top, <laughs> the top rope, man. <laughs> I, I just power bomb you. I'll do that. Power bomb, cool. I ain't um, no. Table, flat, flaming table. What we got? I bet barbed wire, bit of barbed wire, two planes of glass. You got to control. Um, um, what? Yeah, no, it's it's a, turn to a hardcore match. Why are we there? Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Let's move on to the first topic, man. <laughs> even through the pandemic and even through releasing, I don't know, 100 people, the WWE found a way to turn a $43.8 million profit Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <laughs> ah, 
no, with no fans. No fans. No, no traveling. Fans, no traveling. They turned a $43.8 million profit. Talk, tell the people about this. What's going on? Okay, in their usual business quarterly meeting, you know, the WWE projected they was going to make, get this, uh-huh. 11 to $14 million All right. this quarter. They made 43.8. Huh. Mm. Now, from what I've seen from how they made that, mm-hmm. is basically, you know, they saved a lot of money doing all this stuff in the PC. You're right. Performance. Right. So no traveling, none of that. Right. One spot, one central location that helped them out. And with all that, that pretty much saved them some money and they got more money. So releasing all those people for no re was pretty much no reason. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So <laughs> you go back and look at it. I mean, we know after every WrestleMania, a lot of a lot of uh, contracts are are terminated, you know, or not renewed after uh, WrestleMania. That's when um, that's when the, the uh, WWE like they restart their books. That's the end of their fiscal year. So I get it. But if that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you have your earnings call with your investors and you turn a 43, $43.8 million profit in a in the down quarter when you released all these people because you said business was down. You don't look like the, the most honest businessman when you do stuff like that. You know, just, just saying. I'm the, and then what makes it crazier, last year's profits was $10.4 million. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It come on. Yeah. No, that's um it's hard to that's a hard that's a hard sell right there, man. It's like, hard. You can't tell me that they couldn't keep everybody and still made this money. But the thing about it is, like even if they would have kept everyone, I'm I'm gonna shoot them some bail. Like would we really have saw them during all this? <laughs> like just think about how many people we're, we're like, we, we really aren't seeing a heavy rotation, <clears throat> pardon me, a heavy rotation of people. I don't Maybe. know because they're not, a, they're not able to, you know, work or they're, you know, uh, like, like, you know, like most of us quarantining like you should and not really wanting to, you know, be out in the open like that. I don't know. But all, I, all I'm seeing is you, you kind of see it's the same 20, 25 people each week. In, in rotation, especially on SmackDown. Right. I think they would probably, maybe the refs will probably change out a little more, but I don't know. Maybe. A, 43, a $43.8 million quarter, that's big business. Shout out, to, shout out to the people who own WWE stock. Because <laughs> that, that has to be good for you all. Let's move on to your favorite guy of the last couple of weeks. Booker T. He had another rough week in the media. Um, go ahead, man. Shoot your man some bill. So the last episode we talked about our guy Big E. Yeah, yeah. He's getting that solo push. Right. Apparently, Booker T feels that he needs to change up basically everything to be the top guy. Okay. 
which a lot of people don't feel like he needs to switch up everything. See, and even one of his own New Day members felt like, well, we didn't we didn't change up that much. So hey, we never followed the rules in the first place. So hey, why should they change up now? So it's kind of kind of interesting his outlook on it. But what do you feel about it? My thing with Booker T is this. When he left Harlem Heat, he didn't change the theme. All that he did was add his voice to the theme music. That's that's the same Harlem Heat music. Like, that's it. Um, on, he went from the long pants to the short pants. So I guess you could say he changed his look up a little bit, I guess. But what is it that you want book? I mean, I'm sorry. What is it that you want Big E to do? Go back to the other singlet he used to have, the the more Afrocentric one when he was with Dolph. Like I don't know where he wants to go with that. And it's one of those things about you know the messenger, not the message. Like the message comes off as hating because of who it comes from, and his track record of not supporting and not backing the young wrestlers. Like so. He he should probably have have pitched that idea to somebody else and let them come out with it and not him, because <laughs> everything he says at this point right now just looks like somebody that's out of touch. Even though he, his heart may have been in the right place, but everything he says right now looks like a guy out of touch. I mean, for me, it just comes off as okay. I understand you want him to stop doing the new day thing a little bit, but at the same time. We can look at you and say, well, you didn't give up your Harlem Heat stuff. Yep. Only Literally, the theme song. That. Yeah, the theme, right, the theme. But I mean, I guess if you say the King Booker stuff, I guess, but that was a, a short time. Right. And that was only because King of the Rain. Right, exactly. So to me, like, telling him to switch it up, he doesn't really need to switch up. He's fine where he is now, maybe. If you want him to stop doing the goofy new day stuff, I can get I can get that. You know, you want him to stop being goofy, but at the same time, that's why people would like him. So, would you change anything up with him? Like, would you now? That you, now that it's pretty safe to say he's going to get that push now going forward. Would you change up anything? Would I change anything? Yeah. Not really. I don't think that much. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to change much as I'm saying, like maybe give him his own thing. Cause I I, I do think but, that hurt Kofi during his run, not having not being able to stand out from the group. He he basically was still the new day member the entire time. Like he wasn't like you know what I'm saying? Like I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. And and I, mean, I know the Shield was the same way when Roman was, you know, whatever or whoever was champion. They all were together, but I, you know, it's kind of hard to you know separate and give a proper push if you're still coming out throwing pancakes in the crowd. So I, again, it's just the fact that it came from Booker T. You know what I mean? If it had came from anyone else, this message might have been caught with a little bit of you know. I see what you're saying, or you know, again, you gave him some grace, shooting him some bell, but it's Booker T, so everything sounds like hey, coming from Booker T. I mean, 
like I said, like this criticism is okay, but it isn't either. That's my thing. Shout out to the background. <laughs> right? Going on. Something's always going on with me, me over here. I see. So, yeah, I mean, for me, this is more like he can have an honest critique, but most of his stuff comes off as hate because it's like you want him just to get rid of the whole character of the person that people like. So that's my problem with it. Nah, again, I get it. Like, it's, it's you know, hopefully next week when, when you do the show next week, um, we don't have to talk about Booker T again. Like, I pray that we don't. Because I just, you know, again, I just want him to enjoy retirement, man. He was one of my favorites growing up. I, I'm still a big Harlem Heat fan. Um, I don't think Stevie Ray would approve of this. <laughs> oh, no, it would be kind of different if Steve Wade, Stevie Ray's output on that. Yeah, you know, Stevie, Stevie Ray's still out here. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. You know, Book, Booker's way too successful to, to – to care about certain things, it's Stevie Ray still out here with the people. But, <laughs> but <laughs> all right, before we move on to our next topic, man, let's talk about the other shows on the network. First, we got the Full Sport Press podcast dropping each and every Monday. Myself, Jay Ho, Weezy, Coach Lot, one time for the cameraman. Every Monday on YouTube, simultaneously on all your podcasting platforms, you can check us out. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. And you also have on every Tuesday the real, I'm sorry, the On Deck TV hip hop podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou. I'm sorry, that is each and every Wednesday now. I don't know why I keep getting Tuesday from, but that is, <laughs> that is each and every Wednesday with uh, Spike Lou and Animal Brown. They're going to talk about the latest hip hop news and the topic each week for you. Don't forget, fresher than your average Fridays on, on Instagram. Uh, that's definitely becoming one of my favorite Friday watches. Um, the podcast form will be back shortly. And also Spike Lou um, and featuring Spike Lou got his own pod where he talks about things that Spike Lou likes to talk about. Kind of controversial, but, you know, I enjoy it. You know, Spike Lou going to be Lou. It's a Cowboy fan. Yeah. And, but you a Hurricane fan. He's going to say whatever's on his mind. Yeah, but see, you a Hurricane fan too, though, like Lou. So I don't know, Nick. I don't know. You gotta watch our Hurricane fans, man. Like it's, it's, it's something different. First you know. of all, we're a dedicated bunch. <laughs> <laughs> it just it has a different way of seeing things, especially when it comes to the NCAA. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. That's, that's, <laughs> one, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> And also, uh, shout out to M Extra. M Extra's podcast is is back up. Got he got the green light as well. He's coming soon. The Smash podcast with him and his uh, two uh, co-hosts. And I'm sorry, their names are escaping me right now. But the Smash podcast, they're gonna talk about sex, love, and relationships. Uh, you know, if you if you're interested in sex, love, and relationships, you definitely don't want to miss that. Because I know I know M Extra is gonna take it there and. His two uh, hosts, the young ladies, I know they know twin. They know he's going to take it all the way to the wall. So, uh, yeah, definitely want to check that out. There's a lot going on at the network. It's constantly growing. Patreon will be available here in the middle of this month, middle of in this month being August of 2020. So, get, you know, get your spare couple of coins to the side for a Patreon subscription for us, man. We're just putting out more content for you. All right. Back to the show. That's a lot. Right thing. 
Shout out to me for doing that off the top of my head, though. No, no notes or nothing on that, right? No now. notes. I might be good at this podcast and shit, nigga. I don't know. I don't know. You can great in it. You can great in it. <laughs> All right. Next, man, is it a bad thing that Bailey and Sasha Banks have all the gold in the women's division. What you think? I mean, for me right now, no. And yes at the same time. Okay. You just took all that. No, because they, I mean, the reason why I say no is because those two are the hottest items right now. Right. Them two along with Oscar. Those are the top three. Okay. Yes, at the same time, because, okay, how's it going to work at SummerSlam? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> how's this going to work? What so is the women's match at SummerSlam now? Like, how's it going to work out in the benefit of the women when it comes to their time to shine and come onto the, um, come onto the screen and come on to get their matches? So how are you going to have a women's match? How are you going to have that? How's it going to work out? How are you going to... um? Have the SmackDown titles work? How's that gonna work? How you gonna how you gonna have the tag titles work? So it's a lot. Yeah, like I said, yes, it's gonna hurt them, but no, it's not because it's going to the top two right now. I think they have backed themselves, they have booked themselves into a corner. Right. Um right. when I say that, yeah, we we both know, you and I both know. The, the best storyline in the women's division is Sasha and Bailey. Like, they're the two best performers. They are, you know, they are every week, no matter what show it is, that you're tuning in to see what type of, you know, what, what they – Yeah. Is, has their relationship fell to the side? Are they still going to keep it going? You know what I mean? Like, you're tuning in for that. Like, no lie. However, with that being the focus, now <laughs> – there is no secondary. I mean, yeah, the whole uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax thing could be something, but with the way you treated Shayna Baszler, where she should have been a superstar by now, and Nia is just, you know, we want better for Nia. That's all I'm gonna say. We want better for Nia, but it just don't seem like it's gonna uh, it's gonna pan out. I don't <laughs> know if they can go into SummerSlam with all those belts. Like they've got to have some type of fallout like they've got to lose the tag belts here sooner like they just they just have to right right they have to but the who i would have thought they would have sparred up and made nia Jax and shana baszler a heel tag team and just let them cook like let them dominate away from the world belt and let them dominate a tag division create a tag division and let them dominate like if i was booking i would do that and just create, and then they become, and then you have a, a completely different storyline to where you can then turn those two against each other after being Sasha Banks and Bailey, and then basically recreate the same storyline with two different people, and you got a whole entire six-month run out of out of Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax by making them both stars. You know what I mean? Like, if you take your time with it, I think you could do it right. It's just you have to buy into those two. And the world loves Shayna Baszler. Everybody loves Shayna Baszler. Like, you know, and then Nia Jax, she got enough heat on her to where if you if you stretch this out long enough, Becky Lynch will be back and all is well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, not not knowing exactly where she is with her pregnancy, you know what I mean? But if you stretch it out long enough, she'll be back. 
and Ember Moon will be back. And, you know, you'll finally give Bianca Belair some shine. And, you know, you, you got to take some chances somewhere, like some right. of these But Because at this point, yeah, Sasha and Bailey are killing it, but you're going to run into a situation where on all three shows, people are going to be tired of seeing the same three people. And that's, and I don't, and no one wants that to happen. Right. I just, I mean, I, I don't know who would they, I mean, I think I, I like that idea with Naya uh-huh. and Shayna, but okay. at the same time with them two and how they putting them, they're basically heels. So right. I don't know who would they put as a face that will work. I don't know. They don't have a face tag team at all unless you put Naomi with somebody. somebody. Unless you can build somebody else, build two other people. Mm -hmm. And they got a couple of weeks to do that. So I don't know how that's going to work. Them having all the the titles is cool, but at the same time, it's like, what are you going to do now? How does this work? How's it work? What's the end game? And I know, and I know, because like you, we spoke about this last week. They're trying to hold out um, until they can get people back into the stands, and they're gunning for last last report. They were gunning for September to like have actual people at wrestling events, which I don't think is a great idea. But (laughs) you know, obviously, people with millions and billions of dollars seem to think different, especially in Florida. Especially in Florida, when Florida doesn't seem to care. So, right. yeah. So, there and you know there were certain patents out, and apparently there's a new pay per view that just popped up on the schedule out of nowhere after SummerSlam. So at this point, we have no clue what WWE is trying to pull. So, I would uh, say you're right. They got two weeks to find them an opponent, or this is going to look like a big cluster, and there won't be any women's matches on SummerSlam, which would be insane. Right. All right. And this this isn't on the grid, but I kind of want to know what you think about it, though. So this week, former wrestler, former wrestling great and big time movie star, Dwayne and Rock Johnson, purchased what was left <laughs> of the bankrupt XFL for fifteen million dollars from his former boss, and now, I guess, empl- not employer, but yeah. Vince McMahon, was this was this a power move by the Rock? You think he, you think he saved the day with the XFL, or you think he just shot? He just saved Vince. He did Vince a solid. I think he probably did Vince a solid because you know Vince was probably trying to get rid of that. I think he probably was trying to get rid of it. But the thing yeah. that bothers, the thing that kind of makes it crazy, like he, how much. Of stock that he used for the XFL, yeah, he they they he bust down on almost uh, was a hundred million or something like that to get to get that back to get that back up and running this time, and it was working. Yes, a hundred million dollars. Yeah, and he sold it for fifteen. Yeah, nah, yeah, he ate that. Yeah, he just had to get off because once once he, 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 he wanted to get off of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, he had no choice. Once he filed for bankruptcy, at that point, it was like, man, just give me something. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> Just give me something to keep this afloat. Because, I mean, I think the XFL was a good idea. Um, I don't think it'll ever – it's not meant to be around for a long period of time. Or or let me not say that. It's not meant to be 
a a league that puts up a fight against the NFL, but you know, it's it's just something it's something to supplement people's thirst for football while they're waiting for the NFL to come back with during the offseason. So it was perfect. But you know, Rona came and, and changed up everybody's outlook on the year and yeah. And stuff happened. So do you think we see the XFL when we're back able to come back outside, hopefully next year? Do you think the XFL comes back? Or you think it's uh, more of a he just shot Vincent Vincent Bell and it's pretty much just gonna sit there and, and fall to like it did last time. I think he's gonna probably hold it out till next year. Uh-huh. But at the same time, if it comes back next year, he's probably gonna take a slow process of getting it back on. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna have to start probably, he's probably gonna do it like in February or something like that. He's probably not gonna try to do it Earlier than that, he's probably going to start getting training camp, getting rosters, and getting all this stuff in by March, stuff like that. So, I feel like we probably might not get that until like the summer. Okay. So I think next year in the summer it probably kick back off, but I don't think it'll be. Um, I don't think it'll be earlier than it was. So, it's possible, but at the same time, how America been looking lately. Um, it'll be a while, so I give some time. All right. Let's move on to the last last topic of the evening. Neat, if you were a wrestler, what would be your style? I'm going with the striker style. Striker style. People that don't know what that is, fill them in what's a striker. Striker is mostly what it means. It's a striker. It's mostly hard hits, very much using most of your legs, elbows, arms. So you like uh, huh? Kurt Angle? No, nah, not Kurt Angle. You like Brock. You come to the ring like Brock. Pretty much. Okay. But I but I like um, Chris Hero, like catches Ono, like his style. He is good. Him Chumper. Both of them are good strikers. Also, my boy Karen Cross, aka Killer Cross, is a striker as well. That is your man's. That is yeah. your man's. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. Punk is one too. That's my man right there. So I'll be that stab, but at the same time, you know, gotta have, you know, know the basis as well. So striker will work for me. Strikers are different. Okay. What would I, who would I be? Bubba Ray Dudley? Yeah, I'll be Bubba Ray Dudley. Whatever you whatever Bubba Ray Dudley is considered, that's what I'll be. I don't know. I think he's like a brawler or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm good pro good promo, real good promo. Lots of lots of tables. You know what I mean? Like, you know, heavy, heavy on the tables. ECW style. That's oh, your, yeah, yeah. Style. Water down ECW. I'm not going through the table myself. <laughs> I'm putting you through like a, a gimmick table. Like not really. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I'm not doing that. <laughs> a real table. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. One of the tables, if you can put, if you put your, if you put some books on it, a break. You know, just right. to make it look good for the camera. That's all. Yeah, put a, put a, like a sheet of paper on it, and a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. That's what I'm here for. That's. What <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. 
I thought you would go for technician. I thought you would go for that one. Nah, that's really what I wanted to, but I had to, you know, bubble razor popped in my head. But I definitely would prefer like a good mat technician, you know, break it down real good, you know, boring match, real boring match. <laughs> real boring match. Then all of a sudden I did somebody go through a table. It is it's like I say it a day, but somebody go through a table. Can we good? Oh, I think about it. If we think about the full sport full sport press team. Uh-huh. Okay. I can see Locke being a technician. Man, Locke going to be Lex Luger, though. I can see Locke. <laughs> Power game. Definitely. Nah, straight game. Strong. Straight power <laughs> game. Put somebody in the torture rack. Definitely. You know. Submission. What'd you say? Submission. Yeah, yeah. Submission move. Full Nelson. Real good full Nelson by Locke. And, you, know, you know, Jay. Jay probably. Jay a Matt Hardy type, you know. He's, you know, he think he, you know, he flying through the air, jumping off of stuff. Him and Weezer, tag team champ. You know, that's how they roll. All right. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious to think about. Anyway, right. <laughs> so, we, we, go ahead. I was going to say since we got to talking about matches, yes, sir. So what's your match of the week? Man, my match of the week. So. Actually, I wanted to pick one match, but I couldn't pick one. And when I explain it, and I explain what I'm saying, you'll get what it was. So I don't know how heavy you were in the ECW. How heavy were you in the ECW? I'm 50 50 on ECW. Okay. All right. So my match of the week is an entire feud. It's entire feud? Yeah. And I'm, it's, Raven versus the Sandman in ECW. Oh, uh, okay. Here's why. This crazy is versus crazy as hell. <laughs> so, do you remember this one? Do you, have you? Have you? Are you up on what happened throughout? This Ooh. Season? Okay. Yeah. Sandman should be his. Okay, since we were talking about dark side of the dark side of the wing, so we yeah, yeah. Sandman deserves his own one too. Almost definitely. Because that dude is psychotic. Right. So this feud kind of speaks to that. So during this feud is is Raven. Raven's the champ. Is versus Sandman. Raven, some during throughout the entire feud. Now mind you, I'm a teenage kid at this time, and ECW is coming on at 2 a.m. on Friday nights. I'm staying up at Friday night on 2 a.m. on some obscure sport. You know those sports channels you don't even know is a sports channel. It like show like Pac-12 volleyball throughout the day. One of them type channels. It is show ECW at 2 o'clock on Friday night. So <laughs> and Friday nights I'm watching ECW. And every Friday there's at least a 10 to 15 minute segment about Raven and the Sandman. Throughout this whole beef, somehow Raven recruits Sandman's wife. His son, his son denounces his father, hits him with a cane in the eye, he loses his eye, and he man, it was it was great. It makes no sense in 2020 if you go back and watch it now because it's so much that's going on that could not happen in real life. But the thought of it back then was pure amazement. So if you got time, just go back and look at some old ECW of Raven versus Sandman. Raven was the champ. This play had to have been 96, 
97 maybe i think um before before ecw had pay-per-view so it was just hardcore tv and it was tape trading time so yeah if you got time and you need to just the promo alone of Sandman's son announcing that his Raven was his father and then hitting Sandman in the head with the cane, top tier. Oh. Top tier foolery. Top tier foolery. Oh. So we need stuff like that back in wrestling, I'm telling you, man. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to send you the video, man. You're going to get a good laugh out of that. So That's wild for some that day. Paul Heyman was like, how can we get this? Done? How can we amp this up? He came Sandman in the eye, and Sandman sold it by not coming outside for a whole month without a patch on his eye, even though he didn't really get hit. You know, it's wrestling. So he sold it the whole way without coming outside. It was amazing. But, you know, that could happen in 2020. Social media will ruin everything. But the way it was done then, top tier shit. Okay. <laughs> I look into that since um, WWE got all the ECW stuff. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Uh, week, six in the, week six in the books for you, man. How you feeling? It's, it's cool. Now, the sound's going on, but everything's good right now. All right, all right. Well, we're going to go and get. Now, before we get out of here, what you got to tell the people? I don't know. I don't know if I need to tell the people to wear a mask. Definitely the